escape to the metaverse But act like you know, yeah You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah uh, Escape to the metaverse Better act like you know, yeah You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah Hey everyone, before we begin this week's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle Show, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at prrfbeauty. That's P. RRF Beauty on Twitter and POB.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and enjoy the show. Okay, Chippy Yogi, welcome finally to the Matthew and Rizzle show. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Rizzle. How's it going? Happy to be here. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? There you go. Dude, so I mean, obviously, we know one another pretty intimately over here. Um, happy to say that I've actually met you IRL, um, which is a, a yeah. supreme pleasure. But for everyone listening in who may only know you as this like floating rainbow cloud in crypto voxels, um, or this builder <laughs> of a new project, Meta Traveler, or like any of the other things that you're known throughout the metaverse as, like including artist, uh, tell folks a little bit about your background, um, maybe before you came into crypto and the NFT space. And then maybe let us know, like, how you actually fell down this rabbit hole with us. Yeah, um, man, where to begin? So it's it's been a fun, wild ride, you know. Uh, and so I guess to start way back, you know, um, originally trained or I guess educated as an engineer, right? So computer science, mechanical engineering, um, very technical minded, right? And then um, you know, been a musician my whole life, you know, loved experimenting with different synths or, you know, classically trained in violin from, uh, you know, early age, um, you know, it was full-time producing music you know, after I got out of college and being my um, music partner, you know, we were, you know, all in on music. And then it was, uh, I think a few years in, you know, I started making uh, visual content for that music right and so we needed either flyers or album covers or little animation clips things like that and so that was kind of my segue into visual art um you know and it started with just little looping gifts you know i had one of my friends skateboarding and i just took a few pictures and stitched together a gif and i think that was like the first gif i ever made uh and so you know i really started getting into um computer generative graphics right so i had this little bit of a coding background and so you know there was it was through i think a joshua davis's course on skillshare and this was years ago maybe 2013 or 14 um i was introduced to uh processing which is a java-based um generative art through uh it's 
like uh, processing.org. I'm sure everybody has heard of it now with the whole explosion of uh, generative art, you know, through NFTs. Um, but it was funny because, you know, this was so many years ago, right? And then over the past year or so, I've actually seen that same course instructor kind of like enter the space and, you know, oh, he's really, always really. been, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. He's been a mentor to, to me, you know, from afar. Um, and so, you know, that was a tiny little segue, but um, yeah. So I started doing generative art um, was really into, you know, controlling the pixels with code. Uh, and, but I, I wanted to bring a bit more of a human element to it. Right. So, you know, a lot of, the art that I had been making was just basic shapes and colors and glitch effects and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I realized that at that point I needed to kind of shift towards more like a 3d platform, um, kind of like motion design, uh, character rigging, animation, all of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I started diving deep into, you know, cinema 4d and these, uh, 3D software platforms, you know, creation platforms. And that's really where, you know, that was about the time when I started making art full-time and, you know, I was doing looping animations. Um, You know, people have probably seen some of those animations on Giphy or, you know, Instagram, you know, a lot of, a lot of different animations just was pumping those out, you know, while I was trying to learn as much as possible. Um, Yeah. And then I think it was, let's see. Yeah, I was doing doing my own art, also doing plenty of commission work, you know, which has its ups and downs, as I'm sure, you know, many artists that you've spoken to talk about, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, of course, we as artists, you got to make a living somehow, right? Um, And so for for a lot of us, you know, who are doing digital art is you make as much digital art as you can for free and hope that someone will pay you to make something for them, right? That was the traditional model. And whether you liked what they were asking you to make or not, um, you know, that varied, you know, from client to client. Um, But yeah, so, you know, I was doing that. And then, um, you know, I also, there was one point where I was relocating. So I started doing, uh, I took on a tech job, you know, so then it was in fintech, you know, and I had actually been interested in Bitcoin and crypto for a while. So, you know. I thought it'd be an interesting opportunity to get some experience, you know, on the technical side, you know, develop my technical chops, um, learn JavaScript, C sharp, you know, more in like a, uh, I guess a uh, enterprise level um, opportunity. Right. So, you know, the, the vision there was kind of like, well, I have this art and uh, tech art background. How could I learn to like scale that and potentially, you know, create even greater art installations or bigger art pieces or things like that, you know, so I learned a lot, you know, about server infrastructure, coding, all of that, you know, and how, how all these pieces fit together, you know, to create a, create the bigger picture. Um, so yeah, I spent a couple of years there while I was still making art, you know, all throughout the night. Um, and then I think it was uh, a couple of years ago, was it someone from maker place had actually, I think it was Rioma from maker's place actually reached out and was like, Hey, uh, you know, we have this new art platform where you can sell your digital art. Would you like to try it? Um, you know, you just have to pick a few, send us a few artworks and we can help you get set up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I minted a few, I didn't even know it was minting because, you know, they actually made it a very user-friendly experience. So I didn't know that there was um, crypto attached to this at all. Like I just thought, okay, I'm, I'm putting this on the website, you know, maybe someone will buy it, Um, you know, and and it didn't, 
sell. I also didn't really promote it, you know, as much as I probably should have. Um, but then I think it was maybe a few months later, uh, I think early 2020, right. Uh, someone who I was closely following for a long time, you know, and love their art hexiosis. Uh, yeah, sure. Everyone's heard of hex, you know, awesome artists, you know, um, and so I, I've been seeing them put out their art for some time. And then I'm, I'm seeing them about talk about making sales. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, and, and of course, you know, they're a more a higher volume artist. So I'm seeing them like make sales on a pretty consistent basis. Right? And I'm like, that's cool. I, I wasn't paying too much attention to it, but I did notice it. Right. And so, you know, I'd see that maybe every like week or two. And then I then what I saw though was they they posted something about crypto voxels and this gallery that they they built in there right yeah. and so you know when I saw that I was like whoa that's crazy so this artist is making their art and they're selling it but they're they and they also have this gallery that they've built that people can go visit in a virtual world you know and of course they're a digital artist so it makes complete sense like that mm-hmm. that should be a thing that is possible. But I had never even like thought of anything like that up until that point. Right. And so the moment I saw that was when I was like, okay, first off, how do I get one of these parcels? Second off, how do I get sell art on super rare? And third off, like, what is this whole like crypto art NFT movement that is going down? Right. Like I have to know more about this. Right. Um, and, you know, I've always been very interested in like web three culture and, you know, the, the decentralized and peer to peer aspects of crypto that, um, you know, like all the different opportunities it offers us on like a global level. So learning about the, the art component being tied into that was revolutionary as I'm sure it is for, you know, everyone else in the space, um, and so at that point, you know, I was all in crypto art and NFTs. Um, yeah. So that's a little bit of the background uh, up until I think a couple years ago. Right. So then, then after that, um, you know, I'm just making as much art as I can. Um, obviously learning a ton about the space. Uh, I think shortly after I started digging into crypto voxels, that's when I, you know, learned about Token Smart and the WIP meetup. Um, I don't even know how I attended, ended up attending the first WIP meetup. Was, uh, it, let me let me recount how I first saw you at that whatever it was early 2020, and I remember whatever the WIP it was, it was March or April or something super early, maybe May. And all of a sudden, like out of the cast of characters that regularly attends the whip, there's this, like floating rainbow. Thing. <laughs> and it was like oh, always yeah. hovering close to Rizzle. Oh, you know what it was? It was, um, <laughs> uh, what is it? DeFi Dad helped us arrange and put on like the consensus version of the, the their virtual uh, like conference or whatever. Uh... And it was at that meeting you were floating around and just hovering so close to Rizzo. I'm like, who the fuck is this rainbow floating? Like, <laughs> and it was you. Nice. It was you. Um, <laughs> that, that's oh, my first man. encounter with you in the metaverse. Before that, though, because I recognized yeah. your name as an artist on Super Rare. I'm like, wow, this like, wow, Chippy's here. Okay, this is like legit. But at first, it was just like this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Rainbow. It was amazing. Yeah. Dude, I was, I just wanted to say too, just to like sort of pile on Trippy's like skill sets here. Like I wasn't really spinning in the same circles as Trippy was until we had put the call out for a DJ. 
And Trippy was like, yo, I'd be down to do something like that. And so I actually came to know Trippy like first through that. So I'm like, who is this dude? Is this dude like a DJ or is he like an artist? And like and now I'm learning like, you know, he's got all this other background that I was like completely unaware of. Plus he does like some pretty sick logos uh, on the side as well. I got to add, uh, including our own whip logo and everything. Yeah. So uh, dude, oh, you've, man. Done, you've done it all, man. I forget, you know, there it's, there's been so much that's happened in the last couple of years. And so, yeah, like uh, there's, there's been a lot of fun projects, you know? So um, the whip meetup, uh, love that gathering, right? So you said you saw me there with the rainbow. That means at that point, I must have figured out how to mint wearables somehow yeah. by then. Yeah. So I had, I had probably already come to a few. And I think it was probably at the whip where I saw everyone in there with their wearables. So I was like, okay, I got to figure out how to do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, uh, with with the pre-shows, you know, the pre-whip trip now, you know, it's, it's, it's always been a, a fun experiment. Like, just getting people weekly in there to have a good time, you know? Um, and and that's obviously that's what the whip is about, right? Sharing alpha sharing, you know, everyone's successes, uh, whatever's going on in the space, you know, shining light on whether it's artists, builders, creators, devs, founders, all of that. You know, I love, I love the variety as you can tell by, you know, the things I partake in, you know, I love variety and I love supporting all the variety that's in the space. Um, you know, and, and whether that's like putting on shows as a DJ slash VJ or bringing other people to do, do that. Or, uh, you know, I, I, lately I've really enjoyed bringing in artists and shining more light, you know, on them and giving them a, a voice in kind of like a, a longer format, um, type of type of scenario. There's, there's so much fun, you know, happening, happening at the whip. So yeah, I, I've really cherished a lot of those moments. Yeah. Dude, it's been it's it's been cool to see like the progression of the pre-whip trip and you know going from just music and and dude sometimes my favorite sets are just you know old school you DJing uh but it is it is cool man that you never really know like what you're gonna show up to to see dude uh, yeah but yo man here here we're here to hear about. <laughs> your stuff man uh what what you're cooking yeah. up lately which uh i i would love to hear more about honestly man i feel like it's in the same vein of like everything that you've been talking about up until uh right now with like experimentation and variety and like doing different things uh tell tell the people man yeah so that and and i think all of this you know everything with the the whip and all of that that transpired over the past couple of years right it all kind of leads up to now uh you know and the past i think six months have been very heavily dedicated towards building meta travelers you know it's it's the new project we dropped a couple of weeks ago um very successful launch you know it's sold out public sale in about 15 minutes nice. um thriving community uh and and we're on the cusp of delivering the 3d models for for the you know what are 2d image avatars for the nft but they basically are like a key to your avatar right um and so you know we have this whole vision of this not just a metaverse but a universe that we're conceptualizing and building out right and this collection was the first guild of that um so yeah it's it's been exciting it's been challenging uh it's been probably one of the wildest rides, you know, and, and I, uh, you know, I learned smart contract development 
through it, I, I definitely learned a lot about, you know, the video game slash game asset pipeline. Um, there's a lot of different, there's, there's so many moving parts to this. Um, and my co-founder Marco and I, um, so we had been working together for about a year and a half, just building like art installation stuff. I think I sent, um, both of you, uh, a little teaser of one of the things we had built and it's like this laser beam etching onto a, a led wall you know and kind of materializing this like statue with like a full laser lighting setup and stage lighting you know and we we were really trying to bring these epic art installations into irl mm-hmm. um and then COVID hit right like a couple years ago or I mean, I get a year and a half ago or whatever. And so right when that hit, we're, we're, we were like, okay, I don't think we'll be doing IRL installations too much, uh, at least on this scale for, for some time. So we were, we had to pivot, right? And we were just thinking like, okay, I have a bunch of digital land. Uh, how can we blend the two, you know, and how can we start to create these experiences that are a crossover between like digital and IRL? Uh, and that was, I think, the core of what we are trying to do, you know, for, for so long. Um, and so we, we were just like heads down, you know, we have our, I think it's like a 36 parcel estate in Decentraland that we just started developing, um, pretty heavily into, you know, and, and, uh, we, we weren't exactly sure how we would use that space. Like, are we going to use it as an event center or a gallery or make some games, you know, and, and we're just like, well, we can do all of the above. Right. Um, we hosted a couple launches there for, for other projects. Um, we, you know, have, have a rotating gallery that features some of our community members art, um, all kinds of different potential there. Right. And so we got, I think maybe about 80% on the build and, you know, we decided that we wanted to launch our own collection. Right. And, you know, um, other projects, you know, of course are launching, uh, PFPs, and we're we're really interested in the concept of digital identity and how we can, I guess, further or enhance that through you know the embodiment of the the digital avatars. And you know, I I love experimenting with all these different technologies, um, and it was a cool opportunity to see like, well, what can we do with like the facial tracking or the bot like full body tracking. Um, you know, 3D, obviously I have plenty of experience with, uh, 3D animation, rigging and character design and stuff like that. Right. So we started building the team, um, started concepting and storyboarding the whole vision out for this, uh, this collection. Right. And originally it was going to be a collection of three different species or guilds. Um, and we would launch them all together. And we realized just like the scope of that, that would have probably taken, you know, a year or two just to build out and all at the level that we would have wanted to. Um, and so we decided, okay, maybe we'll just do uh, one guild to start and see where that goes. Um, so, yeah, so that's where we ended up now. Um, and so, you know, we, we had the launch, had the reveal, you know, everyone's loving their, their, 2d image avatars uh, it is an image of uh, a 3d rendering though so we already have all the three mo- 3d models ready to go right now we're just packaging them up and uh, getting ready to serve them up to the community yeah like listening to your progression um from being a trained engineer and then diving 
real deep into the digital art space and honing your craft there, going back into the corporate world, sounds like more on the, the engineering side at that fintech company. And then coming back into like the metaverse and the NFT space, sort of pulling on all your past experiences, first as an artist, second as a builder, and then now like bringing everything together and like taking the art and the building aspect and trying to create these deeper, richer, broader, wider experiences. It's all, it seems to come, is coming full circle for you, which is like, really brilliant and i feel like with all these moving parts in the the life of builder or creator maybe lost amongst collectors or participants or just outside observers seeing like another project meta travelers launch um but for me like as soon as you hit me up and told me about meta travelers i'm like yes (laughs) like (laughs) sign me up to anything that trippy is doing because it's it's not what you think it is it's always going to be so much deeper and richer uh, and more and more livelier. So, okay, we, we're at that the first stage, that first iteration where everyone has their meta traveler or travelers in their wallets. I'm just wondering if you can kind of set the stage now for like what we can expect and where we're going and like what sort of worlds and experiences you want to kind of create around that. Yeah. So we, we very much want this to be a, a community oriented experience. Um, so you know, we've already dedicated uh, 20% of funds. So I think it's over half a million uh, to building community funded projects or community grants, things like that. Um, basically anything the community proposes and votes into place will help fund and build. Um, so, you know, we all re- we established our snapshot, I think last week to start with the voting on that. Um, we have some proposals kind of like brewing and so, you know, we have, I think it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty sizable portfolio of land as well to, to deploy some of these experiences. Um, so that's just like community facing, right? Uh, of course, the core team, we are working to build as much as possible as well. So um, we have, let's see, I think the state and Decentraland, I have quite a few parcels in uh, there as well, in addition to that estate. Uh, I think it's three Excels, Insomnium, um, a bunch of land in CryptoVoxels. So basically it's just developing all of this land and, and creating games. Uh, oh, there's, yeah. So we've also been discussing um, the early game econ- uh, economics that um, the greater Meta Travelers universe will will have to participate in as well. And I won't go too much into the details, but um, I'm just gonna tease that you know it it would be very very cool if you can take your Meta Traveler, put them in a spaceship, send them on an unknown voyage, you know, out into the ether. And, you know, they are, you know, sending back resources, uh, you know, that, that potentially like plug back into this whole uh, economic system that, um, you know, uh, you can use to play more games, um, purchase upgradables for your avatars, um, potentially some vehicles that we have planned and other fun, fun stuff to, to explore together. Um, We're also, 
you know, very interoperability focused as far as, uh, you know, where our avatars will be able to play. Um, we are, you know, I've had some really good discussions actually with um, Metacartel and some of the people over there uh, who, and, and Webiverse, you know, some, uh, I think one of their founders as well on how, how we can best make these avatars plug and play across the metaverse. Um, so, you know, we want the, the like, for example, we're developing an open API where, um, you know, any platform should be able to hit our server and and get the avatar, you know, so you, you basically log in with your MetaMask and you can just hop into their world, you know, as a Nibiru or as the, one of the future guilds. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, we see a bunch of bunch of Nibiru just running around having a wild time. Uh, and And of course... We want to also tie this into the uh, IRL as well. So, you know, in the future when more people are walking down the street with their AR goggles, right, or, um, you know, say you have your Google glasses on or something and you look across the street and you see another Nibiru standing there and then they see you and then you can, you know, wave at them and say what's up. And, you know, it's like when you go and you like give them a high five or give them a handshake, you know, you see this just like crazy rainbow explosion of like fireworks. It's like, oh, you guys found each other in IRL, you know, and then you, know, you both get like airdropped a Pope or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, just more fun stuff like that, you know, um, it, it's it's like a, a way to to enhance our identities right like that's we wear clothes for that same reason right because we connect with you know a certain piece of fat it's just a piece of fabric right but like it's it's also more than that right like like you said it's the creator behind you know it's the designer who who designed the 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 pattern and and the cut of it and it's it's the creator's spirit that's kind of like imbued in those objects so you know we we want to deliver like the highest quality 3d digital avatars possible um so that when people have these interactions you know they it it acts as a multiplier of their like fulfillment you know when when they're when they're interacting with others dude i mean all this sounds incredible i'm I'm trying to think like from the perspective of like people who are listening to all this now and you know may not may have missed the drop or may not have like come across it uh until this very moment uh i'm like it seems like for these people, there'd be like a whole host of reasons to get uh, a meta traveler, but is there like, like one, so I guess the way you're presented seems like almost like a sandbox type of thing where like, maybe there's like many reasons people want to get one of these things. Perhaps they have like a cool project that they want to get funded. Perhaps they want to explore new terrain or tinker around with games. You're talking about like working in uh, some like really interesting tokenomic type of situations down the line. Uh, like who, who would you say is like your target audience or like the type of person who would be like most interested in purchasing a meta traveler or getting involved in some way? Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to hone in. Um, definitely people who love video games, people who love comics. Uh, I haven't even touched on the comics piece. Um, people who love, uh, you know, exploring the metaverse virtual worlds, um, obviously people who are very interested in like, um, you know, I, exploring identity and, and digital embodiment, like, uh, you know, people, people who love technology, uh, it's like, if you have, even if you, you don't have to have like a crazy motion capture suit, like if you have an iPhone, you know, or an Android phone, it's like, 
people who want to see themselves, you know, as, as a digital, digital avatar like this. Um, you know, another example is a lot of crypto natives are pseudo anonymous or anonymous, right? And so they don't really have a way to do uh, YouTubing or uh, things like that without exposing themselves. So it's like also giving a face to um, pseudonymous uh, identities for like VTubers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, so I would say, you know, people who are definitely interested on, in, in like uh, exploring and helping push the boundaries of digital embodiment, like avatar embodiment. And, uh, you know, also, also help people who are interested in helping bridge the gap between like IRL and URL. I love the the vision for where we're going. Like, I laughed out loud multiple times when you were talking about walking down the street wearing goggles or AR glasses and yeah. seeing a fellow like Nibiru and like shaking hands and like seeing this like explosion of rainbows, like, yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, but for me, like where we are today and like the limitations in terms of like tools, hardware, software, you name it, there definitely needs to, to be something, some new tools. Uh, there needs to be upgrades. There needs to be changes that happen between now and that future state that you mentioned. So I'm just curious from your vantage point as, as an artist, as a builder, as a creator, as a participant, a user, collector, like what do we need to really make that happen in a, like a seamless way? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of room to grow on the side of interoperability. Um, And so I think one thing is more, and this has helped so much is open source software, right? And I think the the ethos of um, organizations coming together to help co-create these solutions, you know? So for example, you know, when Webiverse reached out, obviously I had already been tuned into what they're doing. Um, and I love, you know, their vision of the open, open metaverse. Um, and there's some tools we discussed that are potentially needed uh, kind of across the board, you know, and they're, they're, there's also all these different platforms are using all these different file types, right? There's no uniform um, standard, which I don't necessarily think there has to be, but there at least to ha- there has to be more tooling around um, how those play well together, right? So I know Jin and that whole crew is very much interested in the VRM format, which is is great for digital avatars specifically. Um, there's a lot, you know, I think you can do with that. Uh, so, you know, we're definitely building in that direction as well. Um, and then there's also like USD format, which is, um, a Pixar, Pixar based open source standard that's being, uh, a lot more readily used in kind of like the AAA studios and stuff like that. So, you know, we're seeing this, we're, it's a really interesting time where you're seeing the convergence of like so many different technologies happen, right? That we're, it's all, I, I feel like we're on the cusp of an explosion with, with uh, all of these things, right? Like you have the PFP uh, kind of like taking the nation as far as like NFTs and popularity. And now everyone wants to be able to wear these avatars, right? So you have people like Polygonal Mind, 
you know, working with board apes to help develop like those 3D avatars, right? And so as more of these technologies continue to advance, so will the tooling, right? And, uh, you know, everyone, a lot of people are building with the open internet in mind. So, you know, a lot of these tools will get shared. And if they don't get shared, you know, immediately, like eventually someone's going to make it and open source it, right? It's just bound to happen. Um, so, you know, I think better tooling, um, also, uh, there's, and this is, this is a common thing I've seen. There's still a little bit of a stigma as far as, um, some artists and like the NFT space, right. And, uh, you know, we need as many creators as possible. Well, you know, like the more creators that help build, you know, the open standards, the, I think the, the better, for humanity in general, right? Like, I guess not everyone has to open source everything, um, but, you know, we we are building together uh, whether we think we are or not, right? Like we're all participating in the same ecosystem, whether it's the NFT space or the art space, like we're, we're all here for humanity, you know? Um, another Another thing is licensing. So we are, you know, we're exploring and doing some, uh, dedicated research or research to like CC zero and what that means, you know, for uh, the potential future of projects and the space as a whole as well. Right. Because that's another thing where you can't really stop someone from, you know, copying your IP or whatever. So, you know, it's like, well, there, there's, there's ways to embrace that, that could potentially be, that have even greater positive impact than, than trying to kind of like build a a walled garden that, you know, people can still get into, you know? Um, So yeah, there's, you know, I think more collaboration, but at the same time, like we're seeing it happen, you know, like it's amazing seeing some of the partnerships that uh, we've witnessed, right. For example, you know, yesterday, I think it got announced artifact and Nike, you know, big partnerships like that are, are other like huge accelerators to kind of like all the things that are being built on in like the cross reality type of realm as well. Dude, I would love, it's funny, man. You're saying like, you know, we're all here building for humanity and something. And I'm like, we are <laughs> like, I, I feel like so a lot of people are entering the scene right now who don't have that same mindset. And uh, you know, I, I feel like we're on the same wavelength in terms of like, open source, uh, building things together, uh, you know, collaboration, interoperability. Uh, but dude, as someone who is as deep in this as you are, I'm like really genuinely interested to hear your like, you know, big zoom out, like big picture view on like where this all heads, like, you know, yeah. even, even one, two, three years down the line, man, I'm like, does this all get co-opted and funneled into you know mcdonald's facebook land or uh you know it seems like we're sort of at a crossroads here in terms of like people's philosophy on the metaverse and and their approach to entering the space right now yeah yeah i think zooming out to just like a human a humanity level is you know, we do have a lot of people entering the space, uh, you know, whether it's the right reason or not, you know, they are looking to extract value. Um, and I think that a lot of that just comes into this like societal culture of scarcity, you know, and I don't have enough. So I have to figure out a way to get more. Right. Um, and I think that, 
what the NFT slash crypto space offers for that is it offers a way to generate that. And, and so like they, there's a, you know, it's, it's like this physiological wiring where if you don't feel safe, then you have to accumulate resources like however you can. Right. And so <clears throat> like we don't, you know, humans might not feel safe because they, they aren't able to like meet their basic human needs. They aren't able to, you know, have potable water. They can't, you know, they, maybe they don't have a roof over their head, you know? And so hopefully, and, and I think that a lot of us are, are wanting to, to help build these mechanisms for whether it's like automation or, you know, reducing the amount of unnecessary human labor, um, to, to kind of like free up humanity in a way that we don't have to operate from this fight or flight, um, type of scenario where we are just like so hungry for resources that, you know, we'll try to take advantage of another human, you know, our brother or sister, uh, just, just so we can feel like we're able to survive. Right. So, you know, and for me personally too, like I've been on a long path where I was a starving artist for a long time. You know, I slept on friends, floors or couches or whatever. Um, and, and so I know what it, what it feels like to like, have to like, have to try to make it. Um, and so, you know, I, I empathize, uh, with, you know, the individuals who are coming in the space, because eventually, you know, if they are hungry and if they are dedicated enough, they will eventually get those resources and they, they will extract that value. And then what, right. They're, they're going to realize that they still have this thirst, um, that can only be satisfied by like seeking a deeper level of fulfillment. Right. So, so it's only inevitable that those individuals will 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 turn turn that way and and they'll have to realize you know that there there is something more to this you know on the corporate level it's interesting because they already have lots of money right like <laughs> they're and they're they're still hungry um but i think that you know you have like that the opportunity now for the the community oriented approach to kind of like seep into some of that and and you know i know artifact has like a really strong community and i bring up this partnership because it's a it's a big one right like they have a very um grassroots you know uh, crypto native community and so seeing what that will uh will do when it merges with you know one of the biggest brands in the world um, I think there is potential there for, for some really positive impact. Right. Um, but, but only time will tell uh, as far as that goes. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's always going to be good people, good and bad in the world. Um, so, you know, I think as many, and as many people as possible that, that can build for the right reasons, I think, you know, focusing on that and helping build the tools and the protocols and, you know, the licensing that, that operates in that direction, you know, that's at least where my mind's at and trying to empower those people, you know, uh, I think that's the best we can do. Yeah. Well said, man. Yeah. And that, that deeper level of connection, um, that, that soul, the sustenance for the soul that you Mm -hmm. get through this very human interaction and these, these interactions where like, 
you're not motivated by money or whatever. Like that's, that's everything. That's what keeps me around. That's what's kept me in this space (laughs) until now. And what makes me so excited heading forward to be able to connect with literally anyone, anytime, all around the world for these incredible, incredibly rich experiences. Um, And that's why I think the whip has been really important. That's why I love and look forward to Thursdays, 12 p.m. Pacific every fucking week. Yeah. (laughs) I hope to look forward to these Thursdays every week until like my last dying breath. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of other spaces. I hope there are spaces, communities popping up that are affording people access to the same sort of rich experiences, sort of, if not in the same way, just another avenue for people to pursue their passions and share and all that. And I think all too often we, we ask people to share the alpha on like where the next gold mine is. Um, but I'm wondering if you have any alpha leaks on where the next like social communal uh, community alpha is or may come from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you find these amazing tribes? Right. Yeah. Um, one that I haven't actually had enough time to explore yet, but I know there's like a really, really beautiful budding community is Neos VR. Um, and, and I know recently they, you know, ha- saw a lot of success, um, but they've been under the radar for a couple of years and, and I, you know, I see pictures from their meetups and I see, you know, all the wonderful experiences that people are building. Um, you know, there's stuff like that. There's, you know, VR chat. Um, a lot of VR enthusiasts and te- technology enthusiasts are, are out there as well. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, going, going to events, you know, whether it's in Decentraland or crypto voxels, you know, um, <clears throat> there's there's so much happening in the space um that yeah it can seem overwhelming but i think you know just just going to one event and seeing who you connect with um that could change your whole life you know i know it happened for me personally so yeah yeah dude it's crazy it's crazy how these things lead to that and like lifelong friendships and partnerships and collaborations and everything um dude yeah. One of the things we always like to ask people, and I'm genuinely fascinated to hear your response, man, is, uh, you know, sort of an intrusive rifle through of people's like crypto wallets to see what kind of like NFTs that uh, are unrelated to their own projects that they've been collecting or are interested in. Uh, and dude, I am genuinely fascinated <laughs> to know <laughs> like what is of most interest to you that's going on out there. Uh, Neos VR is something I've actually heard a lot about as well. Um, in terms of like actual like NFTs, projects, things you've been scooping up, uh, what, what else has piqued your interest lately? Oh my gosh. My, my collection is just like the most random assortment of just like all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, there's, so there's like, I got a cup, I'm just looking at it right now. I pulled it up. So <clears throat> crypto cannabis club, <laughs> it just pops up at the top, which is funny. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a M1 mutant serum for, from my, my ape. Uh, I haven't, haven't injected my ape yet with that. So I'm just kind of like serum hodling. I got a Medi-Key, the OG, uh, edition one Genesis. Um, I have, a uh, ripped up ticket from a lot of money's pranksy boxes drop. Um, I have an additioned rareable piece from uh, Sarah, um, the Sarah show. 
love her art. I have, I think I have another one of one from her as well. And a, a few other editions, um, Lulu triple X, uh, got a animated gift there, got some whip collectibles, some wearables, um, you know, some more editioned art. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all nice over dude. the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of, what I would have hoped for. Yeah. Some, some collection of Avastars, some Subducks, toddler pillars. Those are really weird. I thought they looked great. Oh, I saw those. Those are really weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nissan helped collaborate yeah. with those toddler pillars. That, yeah. That, that oh, my gosh. Sick, yeah. I got, uh, oh, a bunch of timeless characters. I'm really, really into like the whole thing that Lupify is building. Um, definitely a tree holder and a plot holder. Um, bunch of one-on-one art. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's all uh, all across. Oh, I got some origin axes, um, cut a few mutants. Uh, yeah, yeah. In addition all to all that place. land that you're talking about, too. And for folks listening, like this is this is an A plus answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, when we try to rifle through people's wallets, this is what we always want to hear, uh, especially yeah, when you come yeah. to, from the builder and everything. Like this is amazing. I'm oh sure. my gosh, art retard. Yeah, it's just it keeps going. You know, I, that's tie-dye ninjas uh oh my gosh yeah yeah all kinds of fun stuff and you know there's just so many fun experiments happening like all over the space you know it's like it's hard to not just like ape into everything (laughs) well that's right honestly like crypto payments are the slippiest payments in the entire world (laughs) it's so easy to accidentally scoop everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep dude so well amazing answer and before we wrap up, though, I just want to make sure you let folks know, like, if, when they want to keep in touch or they participate in a community vote or anything like that, like all the channels they need to be following for Meta Travelers, yeah, uh, in particular. But then for yourself, just let people know all the handles, all the dates, all the things. Yeah. So Meta Travelers, you know, M E T A T R A V E L E R S. You know, it's spelled normal. Um, and it's across the board, you know, a lot of the actions happening in the discord. So discord.gg slash meta travelers. Um, you know, we're also on Twitter and, you know, we also have, we didn't mention this, but our live our, our motion comic, um, which is designed in collaboration with the writer of guardians of the galaxy is on YouTube. Um, also, or I don't think we have the vanity link, but if you go to our website, metatravelers.io, you can watch the, uh, the motion comic, um, yeah. And then personally, Trippy Yogi, T-R-I-P-P-Y-O-G-I, you know, across all platforms as well. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And you can always bump into Trippy Yogi floating amongst the crowd at the whip. Yeah. Yeah. He's I'll see everyone. Day. I'll see y'all at the whip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, Trippy, man. Honor and a pleasure to finally be able to get you on the show, talk with you long form, share like your beautiful vision, your beautiful past, and your beautiful soul with the whole world, man. I just hope that you keep doing your thing, keep building, keep creating, and keep keep doing you, man. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's been an honor. So thank you both for everything you're doing in the space and for the opportunities that you've created for for a lot of people. You know, thank you. Oh yeah, man. Thank you, dude. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at P-R-R-F Beauty. That's P-R-R-F Beauty on Twitter and P-O-B 
Studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you, and see you in the next episode.